I say Africa must wake up the sleeping sons of Jacob for what tomorrow may bring may our our dynasty on the morning bliss can you tell me young ones who are we today well our past uh, will uh, tell us a bit more of what we need to do in the present so that we can do better in the future and uh, that's why we have our dynasty because if we know who we were we will know who we are and will ensure that we'll remain faithful to that and grow from it. Uh, it's still Africa Month, and in Africa Month, we celebrate who we are, and uh, also the fact that uh, International Africa Week is coming up. We are joined this morning to speak about uh, various uh, opportunities within the continent, to, to speak about intra trade uh, from uh, different uh, uh, regions within the continent, but also our export uh, outlook. We are joined by Chairperson of Adama Holdings and Amanda Omnoto. My brother, Gugule to G. Klaba. Nongosi, a blessed morning. A blessed morning to you, Mantula, and the team, the studio together with the SFM listeners. The king that never sleeps. Uh, look at you. <laughs> never sleeps. Always up and about putting our continent together. So let's firstly talk about this great uh, event that is happening uh, within this month for International Africa Week, where you will be hosting some great speakers across the continent and the diaspora. Yes, indeed, Mantuli. We, we are um, still in this month uh, called Africa Month, May, because, you know, it is the 60th year anniversary of uh, the OAU, or now called AU, and there's now a Vision 2063, which is so important for us as Africans to really look forward to and to action uh, objectives of that, even in our lifetime. So we have got this uh, uh, International Africa Week, which we we believe is very important as there are many uh, sort of like uh, functions and conferences and many things are happening right throughout Africa during this month to celebrate, to talk about what, who we are as Africans. So therefore, uh, as, as Amanda Omnoto as well, together with our partners, um, African Business Leaders Forum, we've decided to stage this conference precisely to try and deal with issues of uh, Africa's importance um, and that's why we've got uh, you know uh, speakers that we've drawn from the international community mainly are Africans as well as local speakers uh, who are very passionate about driving issues that are pan-Africanist uh, and issues that pertains to how we need to awaken ourselves as Africans during this time and start focusing on very important things and really not talk manual issues but talk about who we are and how do we need uh, to move forward here we've got um, dr umar Ifatunde. i'm sure he's very much known uh, you know as a person who comes with striking conversations about uh, you know the importance of african life generally across, across the globe is obvious from america uh, he's nom- normally known as Dr. Umar Johnson. If I there, I think the name was given uh, from Nigeria. And we've got Professor Sipaman Lazond, who's our local speaker, as well as an international speaker, who's very much known uh, working at the Un- University of Johannesburg, uh, a man who really is pan-Africanist through and through, academically and otherwise, who 
we've staged issues and talks about topics that that talk about how Africa needs to be really moving forward. And we've got Rutendo Matinyarare, you know, it's a brother from Zimbabwe who's always uh, passionate about dissecting issues, not only that pertains to Zimbabwe, but that, that pertains to how Africans are supposed to be changing their mindsets around trade, around assets that we have, around many issues that we need to, to sort of like uh, talk about openly and embrace. Um, and there's uh, Umloj, our young brother, who is very much, you know, out there, who talks a lot as well. Uh, the podcast talking about many things that pertains to, uh, you know, and challenging the mindset, particularly of South Africans. And we've got Nagutula Mpunzana, a lovely sister who is in the space of engineering and doing amazing things. Um, a woman of uh, who's got such an entrepreneurial spirit. Uh, who really, I think, many, many other young people, particularly women, need to look up to and, and really uh, hear her out as she speaks about the importance of the field that is mainly male-dominated. And Tracy Rain is a young lady that uh, here is from South Africa who's going to be there as well representing young people. And obviously there will be Dr. Shantewa Achangiti and many more others. And Dr. Achangiti has got a school that is Pan-African in um, I think she's originally from Jamaica, but uh, American South Africa, and many other speakers will be in the panel talking about how do we move forward, issues of intra-Africa trade, how do we start actioning them? Because that's a discussion to be had. Now, 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 Nongosi, with uh, some of the topics that are going to be covered, because the speakers are great speakers, um, yeah. There are speakers that understand Africa and her diaspora and understand African, you know, culture and the subtle innuendos that a lot would not understand. We are anticipating that at this particular, um, you know, uh, conference with these speakers, we are not going to have a Western or an Eastern lens. We are going to have a purely African undiluted way of looking at things. Let's then get uh, uh, our appetites wetted when it comes to uh, the, the the agenda 2063 vision 2063 what is it that we can anticipate it will be a hundred years a whole century yeah. of yeah. the African Union what can we anticipate in discussion what can we look forward to that these speakers are going to bring to us in terms of enlightenment? Definitely, Mantu. You, you've spoken about something very important, which is Agenda 2063. You know, by the way, this Agenda 2063 was crafted mainly uh, during the time of Dr. Nkosazana Zaminizu. I always admire that uh, woman for the work that she she undertook and led. You know, the first AU chair in the continent and being a woman. Um, that Agenda 2063, together with uh, AFTA, the, in, the Inter-Africa Trade, they were all really uh, crafted whilst she was still the leader of the AU. And and why is it important, Mantul? You remember that in 2016, I mean in 1963, which is now 60 years today, our forebears, our hero, heroes and heroines, our African leaders uh, at the time, you know, they really sat down and said, let us 
really form an organization of African unity, knowing very well that we are all coming from the colonial past. And the past that we need to shake off, the past that we need to disentangle ourselves from, the past that really is still so much like an albatross around our neck when it comes to how we move and trade. So, and, and when it comes to even how we, we are looked upon by other nations of the world, especially the West, and, and, and because at times, um, I'm, I'm sure we all know, we can see how sometimes the West treats us like uh, stepchildren or, or really uh, people who, who should be kind of like told what to do. This really works across many things, really. And at times, uh, it's those challenges that we have to face up to as Africans and say, how do we dust ourselves off, rise from whatever that is really uh, dividing us and focus on things that unite us as Africans. And that is why we shall be looking at, one, how do we even bring our brothers and sisters from the sixth region, and hence Dr. Umay and others as an, as an example, to, to have a conversation around how do we empower each other as Africans. You remember uh, the sixth region really includes people who, who are in their own, like a, a country, because you've got Africans who are spread all over from Europe uh, to America, South and North, uh, to Asia. Those people, for whatever reason that they went over to those countries, uh, especially from the colonial past and others who may have just gone there to work, uh, they need to share with us the lessons as to how do we even start trading and engaging meaningfully with the continents where they live. And that's why you have Godfrey Marange, for instance, who is a brother from Zimbabwe, but he's been staying in Germany for 45 years. And we've been working together to access that market, but to step our authority there as well, because those countries, many of them are really cold countries that do not have much food um, during or, or much fertile grounds like we have, because we are truly a garden of Eden in the continent. Mm. So on the sixth region, we are going to be saying, we're bringing all those people who will be discussing with us and talking about what opportunities exist. Where I'm excited, actually excited about this because, uh, you know, we are always practical when it comes to these issues. We say, here's the market. There is funding pipelines. This is what we need to do. And we need to set up, if people can come from Europe and set up their companies here, we too need to go and set up our companies there. It shouldn't be one-way street. It should be two-way street. We've set up our own company with the gentleman I'm talking about in Germany as well as in Switzerland. Actually, we, we even said to our government here, let's use our, we're in Berlin at some point, we've got a dilapidated building that belongs to Africa which is now Kalamapara over there. So we said, let's use those infrastructure and have our <laughs> wait, own. Wait, wait, wait. Don't in Berlin, Kalamapara. Yeah, Berlin. You see, now you're giving us another perspective. <laughs> but, uh, I, you know, I always ask myself, why do we not have enough uh, trade and enough relations or maybe robust relations with the, the, the sixth region. Why is the sixth region almost like it's forgotten from an African yeah. perspective? 
I think there's really some revival about this region in the sense that um, uh, it was now elevated at the United Nations agenda to say this region must now be recognized. But now it's incumbent upon us to say, let's embrace that. Let's get our brothers who are scattered all over the world and have a discussion to share experience because they, they are there for a purpose. And that purpose must be uh, directed or redirected towards Africa's agenda in terms of growth, socially, economically, scientifically, and, and otherwise. To say, let's, let's get them to be engaged. And, and, and I think it's really up, up to us when do it, to say, let's not neglect this explosion. Let's get them as part of, uh, of our agenda. Uh, because we can only grow together. You know, if you if you look at the, at the Indians as an example, India is a very big country. We are 1.35 billion people, and uh, and and you look at the diaspora of Indians across the globe, they do work together. You know, South Africa being one such country with the second largest population of Indians, particularly in Devon in, in particular, you know they've got their own relations, which is very important because. You, 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 what we are talking about here is exactly that, where as Africans, we've got some Africans who are in India and some Africans who are in America and, and Germany who are supposed to connect with us and make things easy in terms of trying to drive our own growth. Okay. Um, trading with uh, those across uh, the diaspora from Africa, how easy is it going to be? Does uh, this uh, um, Africa Free Trade Agreement um, give room for that? Yes. Intra-Africa trade, based on this agreement, remember we have signed up, all of us, to eat, except I think uh, for one country, I'm not sure if things are there, finalized signing off. There is definitely a huge, a big room for that, for us to say we need to set up, um, you know, such uh, I mean, institutions that are going to help us to drive our own agenda on economy. And I think at some point I would love to bring Godfrey to have a discussion about this. Was so passionate about how we how we really um, access markets in Europe because it is important for us. Europe is still our biggest trading partner. And this is not about Africa in isolation, Manduli. This is about the world is, is global. I mean, we are a global village. We are flat now. But we, we need to make sure that when we trade, uh, we trade really as, as equal partners and really put our stamp of authority with our partners in, in, in other countries and say, this is us. It shouldn't just be trading with a second M. Um, a middleman after a middleman after a middleman. Because that's what normally happens where we want to cut off many of these middlemen and trade direct, you know, with, with some of those countries without shame. And and, and, and therefore look at this intra-Africa trade uh, with the view of saying, as we are starting off, you know, I think it's Wamgelegile, uh, who's our SG uh, in the African continent free trade area, uh, he, he spoke very much at length during the South African Investment Conference a few weeks ago, talking about the, this tariff book. This is what we'll be looking at as well and saying, if there's already a tariff book that talks about commodities and products that we need to start off with, remember, we're trading at, least, at about what, 18% in terms of 
among ourselves as African countries, vis-a-vis 60% or 65% when you compare us to other continents. The, the increase in terms of the trade and, and the economic output between us as countries is very important to say, let's now start removing some of these um, barriers and trade and show that in and among ourselves, we are increasing trade and then we're increasing growth uh, economically as well as wealth. And that's very critical. Um, yeah. Economic growth is one thing that we should not uh, um, neglect in increasing. Things are seeming very tough uh, because oh. of uh, the fact that we are not producing as much as we should be producing. Export perspective, um, there's so much that we are producing in Africa, but are we really getting the value from exporting that we should be getting? Yeah, we, we, we are not really, in my view, getting the maximum value in terms of exports. Um, I, I was looking at uh, this uh, book as well. Um, I think that we got during the SA Investment Conference and looking at how Africans are, uh, South Africans in particular, are doing so well in terms of exporting. Today we've got these grains that uh, you, you know U.S. and China have got a bit of tension and now China is looking Africa-wise, particularly in Africa, to provide them with the grains. Again, it is very important, Manduli, to say this. Because we are in a country that has got the past, which is South Africa, and it's the country that needs to transform economically. I don't know whether it's transform is a suitable word to use because we've been using and abusing the term for the longest time. We've, we need to find a way of getting African people, black people, economically active and, and not just celebrate that we are now the biggest exporter of certain goods when in actual fact it is still racially um, biased towards only a few people who are white, a business men and women, exporting. But when you look at, I, I always challenge this, and at times, you know, when you talk about these things to government in particular, the authorities will say, we, we, yes, we are celebrating, but how many of these black people uh, are now part of the huge value chain and huge exports that we are busy celebrating? Because if, it, if we don't do that, Manduli, we'll be fooling ourselves. It's very important for us to emphasize that black people must be part of creating products and therefore exporting some of those products into the African continent as well as into EU countries and as well as into other countries like uh, in Asia. Because if we do that, it then helps our own country locally to say we are truly now a united country that, that looks at the interest of everybody in terms of trying to enhance economic participation and get them to drive their own economic agenda because it, it shouldn't just be glossed over and say, we are good at doing this, but who is doing it if it's not well represented even uh, racially in South Africa? Well, we've just received a message from Freddie, the truck driver. Let's go to it. Good morning, good morning, Mantuli. Good, good morning. morning to your guest, Mantuli. 
Now, we are talking about people with suits, people who go to China, India, do business. We always say we shouldn't leave anyone behind. How about that mother from Malawi, from Zimbabwe, that is selling rooms, that is selling masonja, that is selling, you know, those mats. We have got people running around with shambox. You have seen it on social media. Truck drivers from Zimbabwe, from Malawi, being removed from trucks. What education are you giving to these mamparas who doesn't know what Africa trade should be or should look like? Are you giving lessons to these people who doesn't even understand the word Africa trade? Can someone educate the people? And you know the timing of this program? Four o'clock. These people are sleeping. The people who should get this message on the ground are sleeping mentally. But well, I'm up and I must be educated so that I can educate other young South Africans about African trade. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> Good morning, Uncle Freddy. Safe on the roads. Funny enough, uh, we think people are sleeping. Uh, they are up. Uh, and also, there's a podcast, Uncle Freddy. There's a podcast. People will come to the podcast. But to answer the question, uh, please come in, uh, Nongosi. Thank you so much, Freddy. Uh, I think what, what Freddy is talking about in the main is, is education. We, we need to educate, 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 and agitate people for, 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 so, so that they know about what this intra-Africa trade is about. It's very, very important, Mandil, what Freddy is saying. Um, to, to, to young people, even, that's why we will be in Soweto, and we, we want to target even young people um, and, and, and say to them, this is your continent. Uh, in the past, there would be this thing. I don't know whether it's still happening now. When people are talking about, uh, I'm going to Nigeria, and a person will say, I'm going to Africa. Being from South Africa and from Africa, we, we must get rid of such a mindset and ensure that people know that they are in Africa. What is it that are opportunities here in Africa for them? Because there are things that, uh, according to you know economics, comparative and country advantages, each country has that the other country doesn't have, and the country doesn't have to be big for it to lead or to be effective and powerful. It just needs to look at itself and have great leadership, and the people who are visionary, and the people who are going to drive the agenda in the economy. Um, I mean the economic agenda uh, that would that should impact. You know, uh, you know, they are nations. So that's what we'll be doing, Manduli. I think as, as Freddie is saying, we want to cascade this to the lowest common denominator, if you want, the level where at least you have umama, 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 who should know that uh, they've got a part, they've got a role to play. They may be a survivalist type entrepreneurship, but when tourists come in and when people from other countries come in, I always, when I travel, Love to go to, you know, Mr. Mfukeng's restaurant and eat what I don't eat in South Africa. These are things that are very important, which serves all of us and ensures that we are united in our diversity and we appreciate what each country and each of us is bringing. So education, education, education. 
Well, it seems like one not to be missed. And uh, for those who want to know what exactly you do at Amanda Omnato, maybe this is an opportune time because you deal with such uh, creating networks and an ecosystem for business people. Absolutely, Manduli. So the conference, it is next week on Monday and Tuesday. We are going to start at the Grace Bible Church um, where we are going to be talking um, about, you know, a lot about these things I'm talking about. Um, and then the full conference, therefore, I mean, it's going to start in the afternoon at the Grace Bible Church, uh, and which is in Soweto, and thereafter move the next day to Soweto still at the University of Johannesburg. So our uh, person who people can contact when it comes to this via WhatsApp, uh, it is Zane Lentuli on the number 082-964-0519. 082-964-0519. We'll be activating our website now, but people can contact us via that uh, um, number as well as um, www.amandlaomnoto.co.za or they can go to our Facebook page where we are very much active, Amanda Omnoto, and like the Facebook and be able to get much information that we're talking about there. All right, uh, before we wrap up, let's go to our A-team as the voice notes. Uh, good morning, Patricia and listeners. It's Bonga here from Devon. Patricia, I'm so proud of that man, Kukuletu, uh, who is there with you, Kukuletu Taba. I know him uh, way back in Nongoma in the 80s. He was a school that I was, a neighboring school where I was teaching, and I was with him as well when he did engineering at uh, then Mangosuli Technicon. He has spread his wings now. He's all over the world. He's a renowned speaker and a motivator in terms of the economy. I also know Dr. Lampunzana, the late that he's going to be one of the speakers there. And I'm happy that they're coming from deep Wazulu Natal and they've just spread their wings and they're known all over the world. Uh, uh, Mr. Tava, you must always keep your heads up. We are proud of you. Thank you. So beautiful. Uh, good morning, Mantuli and the team. Uh, we really thank the guests there, you know, trying to unite Africa. Uh, my question would be, how do you then stop things like uh, the gold mafia rings uh, in Africa? How do we make sure that we don't have those self-empowered individuals who are taking advantages of, 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 of everything they have, you know, uh, people like Hubert Angel, we have got diplomatic status, and they use those things now for their own advantage. How can we control corruption as well in the borders of Africa so that we can have and we can see the benefits of the trade in our lands? Thank you. Yeah, I suppose corruption is a big thing. So uh, just in a nutshell, Nunkosi, uh, how can we address what the ATM has asked? And I hope that the compliment you received has warmed up your heart and given you strength for uh, running more ground. Really, that has warmed my heart. And thank you, Bong. I'm humbled by that, really. Um, I truly appreciate your kind words. We, we are born from wherever we are born from. 
but it doesn't mean we have to be held back by our our past and the environment where we come from. We truly appreciate Bonga. And then with the with the last speaker who was asking how do we deal with gold mafias, you know, it's it's very interesting one day. I I I was having a discussion about even ASEAN South Africa because we are in a very precarious state and it's sad to see what's happening around. We we ourselves have got gatekeepers now in South Africa and people who can block you from moving Oh my goodness. Network, what have you done to us? We've just lost Nongosi. Uh, it's very unfortunate. If you want to follow him and you want to get more information, you can do so by going uh, and searching on the internet for Amantla Omnoto or searching for Google Tsukaba and you'll be able to get more details. I'm so sad that we got cut off, but it is what it is. This is the issues of load shedding that corrupt the network. Let's move right along. We are going to service delivery watch.